Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I recently learned that a billion has nine zeros in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm Jay, and have you probably haven't watched this. Did you ever watch uh, Billionaires on Showtime? Uh -uh. No, I haven't had a Showtime subscription in probably 20 years. It's, It's kind of a guilty pleasure, but it's um, it's, it's the same people that made the movie Rounders. Made isn't the um, isn't the one of the lead actors in it? I just forgot his name. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to watch it just for him. I I would watch that guy in almost anything is ever it, since is it available watching John any, Adams. Yeah, is it available via any other service? Um, I'm not sure. You can you can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure on the the other part. I, I but I don't know who that other person on the the f- Skypes were. Yeah, I don't know who he is either. Oh, Sorry. I'm Josh, and uh, I recently learned that I might not be cut out for um, Iron Man versions of turn-based games anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, do do tell. Yes, I want to hear more. I started playing. Um, Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden. There's a colon in there somewhere, just so you know. Okay. And it's it purports to be an XCOM-style game, you know, with uh, mutants following the apo- following a apocalypse or whatever, right? Which, frankly, it does that. The art is really cool. This the two characters you start with is like a bipedal pig and a bipedal duck. So I'm basically in like playing a Minions game, right, on the computer. Okay. Anyway, the art's really fun. It's called Mutant Year Zero, colon, I think, Road to Eden. It has a duck on the front. Yeah, he looks kind of like if Howard the Duck got a crossbow. Yeah, and were a mallard instead of whatever Howard. (laughs) Right, correct. So, of course, I started up, and of course, I'm like, okay, it's an XCOM-like game. Oh, there's a checkbox to click, you know, Iron Man, (laughs) Permadeath. and I just can't resist clicking permadeath right (laughs) and then i get about three missions into this thing it's an interesting game because it's like you have a you have like a um it's all isometric but i would call it like a real-time exploration mode like almost like diablo but slow right where you're like walking around this map in real time and you can go into sneak mode so it doesn't like zoom in during the battles. It is this way all the time. Right. Correct. Yeah. And it's like you can avoid battles by like sneaking because sometimes they will literally have like uh, mobs that are too high level for you that will just straight up kill you. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, anyway, so I I avoid a few of those mobs and I'm 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 and I'm like I'm really kind of enjoying the story and stuff. It's it's pretty well done. It you know good atmosphere and it does these kind of cool almost like. Uh, almost like watercolor painted cutscenes, you know, when it's telling you the story and stuff. And then I get to this mission that is like the first real mission, like post tutorial. Right. And it turns out the game's like, Hey, we decided that you were going to make this as hard as balls now. And I just got murdered. Like, like all of a sudden this, this ghoul that I'm fighting is like calling in reinforcements on turn one. And like, all of a sudden there's like four more people in, in my back arcs and, Anyway, I'm like, holy crap. So then I thought, okay, okay, I'll be a little more cautious next time. Because really what, what it rewards you is like it rewards you kind of like stealthing around and like picking off some of the weaker enemies 
before you actually go full on into combat because you have like silent weapons that you can fire and stuff. Anyway, so I got through that battle after a second playthrough, and then I'm like, I'm, I'm like a, about five more missions down the road. I'm really getting into it, and I just get, I make a mistake, and I get slaughtered. And, and the mistake I made is like I, I engaged somebody in combat when there were I hadn't really scoped out the, the field yet, and all of a sudden there's like six other guys ready to just tear my flesh from my bones and have duck soup apparently, and I'm like, now I'm too heartbroken to. St- <laughs> to start again Uh, so i'm like maybe i don't got permadeath in me anymore maybe it's time to hang up that uh i you approach i can tell you right now that if i played this game can you do you get to name these characters or do they have i have not i can't remember if you could change their names they have names like the duck is named ducks d-u-x the boar the boar is named borman b-o-r-m-i-n no 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 his name is bebop and yeah, that needs to be changed right, like directly. You could, I'm sure and you, you need could to if you it. if you don't find Rocksteady along the way, I'm not interested in this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he look like he looks like? Bebop. He does. He looks very much like a Bebop, but he's a good guy. So Bebop was a good guy. He's just misunderstood. He's just misunderstood. Right, right, right. <laughs> anyway, it's pretty. It's pre- I was pretty impressed with it. I I liked it quite a bit, and I just sort of regret my permadeath choice but you know that's life with me so i guess before we jump into the um main episode i'll i guess i'll do some gaming news that indirectly ties into dgi news but so last thursday friday and saturday atomic mass games did their mini stravaganza event uh, which involved them streaming a bunch of different stuff on twitch um, they did painting, they did product announcements, they did seminars on their game systems, and then they did announcements with each of their various games. And the, um, I mean, first off, I know there's been a lot of, uh, people who've been longtime fans of like X-Wing and the Star Wars games, Armada, you know, uh, Legion, who the original designers of those games are no longer with the company um don't really know circumstances behind that other than it wasn't uh it wasn't the designer quitting it was oh sure uh other other means of separation uh and so you know don't know if that was like atomic mass or um asmodee or you know what was the decision making process but there's there have been a lot of um, Star Wars fans have been kind of on edge and um, which, you know, it's understandable if you love a game seeing big changes going on with it can be a little bit scary but um, I, I do think they're going to do a, a good job with it and I'm excited with with where those things are heading um, but the, the one that I'm most uh, related with obviously is Crisis Protocol, it's the one I'm playing the most of and they they announced some exciting minis stuff like uh the juggernaut colossus gambit rogue um some some other ones that are a little bit less known like magic you know etc so that was exciting um but then they also did an announcement that i was super excited about where they are you know by the end of the year they're going to publish a rules update that's going to update a few of the rules that they feel like uh, could use a little polishing, and then they also announced that the they're starting to they they're going to be releasing the the cards for the characters in um, other languages, and so they decided while they were doing that that they needed to update the format of the cards, and so then they decided you know there's all these characters that now that we have the experience of you know, making this game for this amount of time, there's things that we would have done differently with some of them. And so there's going to also be a, a little bit of a balance update on some of the characters. And by the end of the year, there will be a PDF that will have, you can print out new character sheets for the, the ones that have been updated. Um, and then later on next year, you can buy card packs if you want to, 
um, by those. But I'm I'm quite excited for the the rules changes that they're doing. Um, they I'm excited for the the balance updates that they're doing with the characters, and I, I think that a game that's uh, really really solid is is just getting better. So I'm super happy. Um, and it's well, one other thing that's been nice with it is that there's there's also been a, a decent bump from since the stravaganza of of people being interested in the various games that they were showing on the stream. And so, as always, check those out at Discount Games Inc. at the maximum allowed uh, discount. <laughs> I just always love that tagline. <laughs> Um, all right. So last Friday, I talked my co-hosts into going to a matinee of um, Shang-Chi with me. Little did I know that this was going to be a, a repeat viewing for both of them <laughs> with me. But they were kind enough to humor me and still go to the, the movies with me again. I, I anyway. do not regret seeing it a second time in the theater. I actually am also glad that I saw it a second time. It oh. gave me a different perspective. Oh, well, let's let's dive in there, Josh. What was your different perspective, either other than you shouldn't go to night showings because you're an old man who goes to bed early and wakes up early and monitors <laughs> his glucose, right? Yeah, uh, yeah no, I had um, my middle daughter had wanted to go see it, and. Uh, this was like the same day that Jay had invited me to go see it. And I'm like, well, I still want to go see it with Jay, but yeah, let's go see it. So of course, yeah, we go to the 9:50 showing and yeah, I fell asleep in parts of it. So uh, my perspective was that the second half, I, I thought the first half of the movie was just honestly, completely awesome. Like really cool fights, some great, you know, martial arts, et cetera. Um, and and then the second half, which becomes even more fantastical, my perception of it the first time was just that it got way slow, you know. Kind of well, lost its way. Yeah, yeah. I it is definitely still a slower pace in the second half, you know, right until the climax or whatever. But the parts I slept through did matter. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, that's not always the case. Sometimes there's movies you sleep through and you didn't miss anything, but that's, that's not the case here. So I something that was really funny to me. So, you know, I show up at the theater. The box office is closed um, because they don't sell movie tickets to the box office anymore when it's a matinee and it's slower. And so, you know, you have to go to the concession stand. And you buy your tickets at the concession stand, and you know, previously, it's really, it's like uh, just this amazing marketing thing, too, in my opinion, because I are can't you, remember. Are you saying, like, why have they not done this forever? Yes. Yeah. Because, like, I, I'm i not sure, I can't remember what book it was we read, Josh, that basically, I think it was, like, predictably irrational or something like that. But, you know, it talked about how, as humans... A lot of times, just like these minuscule amounts of startup energy will prevent us from doing tasks, certain tasks. And so, <laughs> That's actually in the happiness advantage. That okay, happiness that. advantage. Yeah, yeah, the 30-second yeah. rule, we call yes. it. Yes, yes, okay. So, you know, it's super easy to go to the box office, buy your ticket, go into the lobby, see a line of people at the concession stand and just be like, Oh, well, I don't want to stand in line again <laughs> and, and walk in. And so instead, you know, I'm at the concession stand, uh, I'm buying my ticket and they're like, Oh, do you want to buy some concessions? And I'm like, well, heck yes. I want to buy. Some Obviously. <laughs> but you know, I, instead I think like, no, like I've, my, my weight loss hasn't been doing good this month anyway, so I'm not going to, and I'm like, I'm going to be sitting next to my diabetic friend who, you know, I don't want to be eating popcorn in front of him when, you know, he's not supposed to be having carbs. And then <laughs> I go and sit down and Trevor's got a soda and popcorn. And then Josh sugar, is late. Sugar, a sugar-free <laughs> soda and I had injected myself with a crap ton of insulin. <laughs> I was late because a Camaro had been destroyed in my presence as yes. I was trying to get to the theater. 
uh, and and he walks in with a thing of popcorn, and I'm just like, <laughs> we're bad friends. <laughs> but to your point, had they had tickets at the front and not at the concession stand, I would not have got popcorn. Yeah, same, so same. The the fact that I was standing in front of the ding popcorn, and they're like, "Would you like some?" And I'm like, "Yes, I would." <laughs> I I would not have gotten popcorn. Yeah. Otherwise, yep. if I had if I had the opportunity to just walk past it and not have to go up to there, I wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah, I hope someone smarter than me will talk to us about this on Discord. Like, why have they not done this before? Why is that not just the default? New I mean, movie? in college, I worked a uh, at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm assuming that some of it is that like when it's a super busy night, it just would be such a would it be at that point? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it definitely would increase their <laughs> money earned. Um so have have either of you watched um Crazy Rich Asians? Yes, actually. My wife and I watched it I don't know, years ago. Just somebody had recommended it, so it was really funny and uh we liked it okay. It's yeah, I mean I What's up? It's been on my list, but I I don't believe I've ever watched it. It it is a a, a pretty good movie. I enjoy it. It's funny, um, but there's a fair number of uh, actors from that movie that are in Shang Chi, which was the reason why I brought it up. Uh, That's if, the connection. Yes, if you're if you were a big fan of Shang Chi, um, I would probably recommend checking out Crazy Rich Asians. So. Um, so overall, what were your guys' thoughts of the movie? So I'm going to talk about for a brief moment, the, the tone between the first half and the second half, because it's been brought up a couple of times. Uh And, um, the first time I watched it, I didn't really necessarily pay attention to that, but somebody brought it up after I watched it the first time. So it was something I was specifically paying attention to during the second watching. And one of the things that I think maybe is causing this or the thing that I didn't necessarily care for was a lot of times there's that one character that's in the movie for the comedic effect of the character or whatever. And this Mm -hmm. movie, the first half of the movie, that is Katie, um, uh, Shang-Chi's close friend. Um, And then in the second half of the movie, it strangely switches to. uh, Are you going to try to tell me that it's, I'm just going to say the actor's name. Are you are you gonna try to tell me that it's Kingsley's character that it tries to switch to? Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, try is definitely the operative term there. Correct. That is my issue with it. Is I I like the character of Trevor Slattery, the character that he plays. Uh, I think he's interesting, at least from a you know a comedic standpoint. But I did not like the switch. I would have rather that they kept Katie as the as the comedic character all the way through and it just, I think but, they could have done it and they still could have had her do the things she did in the end too. I absolutely. Mean, do you feel absolutely. like that's part of why they made the switch or what or like um, I think feeling? my feeling and I could be wrong but my feeling is that they felt like they needed to explain away the Trevor Slattery character from Iron Man 3. Mm. I, I felt like they they didn't want to leave it on I I I feel like this maybe even was a little forced onto the director. I don't mm-hmm. know that but it feels like that. And I don't like it. Can I add something else that I didn't like in that whole second half that's related to this, which is what I'm going to call Deus S. Morris. Like that whole thing was way too Deus S. Machina for me even. And I'm like the suspension of disbelief king. Sorry, I'm not, I guess I'm not sure what you're referring to. Trevor Slattery's little companion character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I feel like also was added in there to make him relevant. Because without it, he's not. Right, right. I forgot, I actually forgot the little creature's name was Morris. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I totally agree. Like it just feels like this is unnecessary. Um, sort of broke the continuity from a comedic standpoint. I just and and they took away scenes or uh, focus from the comedic character who was very funny up to that point. Right. Um, and did a great job. Um, 
yeah, I just that's that is my only issue. The rest of it I like. I don't feel like there is a tonal difference between the front and the back other than that character. Hmm. Okay. So I guess some positive things from my end. Um especially at like the start of the movie. You know, I'm I'm watching the movie and it gets to, you know, one of the opening fight scenes, the the fight the scene bus. on the bus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And like my initial thought of this was, you know, I never really knew that I needed a kung fu superhero movie, but <laughs> but but now I know this. <laughs> and that's because Iron Fist let you down. The Netflix and honestly, Iron Fist. I, I never tried Iron Fist. Oh, before. yeah. Did uh, you ever watch the second season, Josh? I've watched. Yeah, I watched all of them. Yeah. Yeah, the Defenders in the second season, I thought they did a great job. The first season was just a major letdown. Right. So that was that was something that um, I guess came as a surprise how much I enjoyed that. Um, another thing that I was I was really happy about was uh, well, f- first off, I left the movie and I was just happy with uh, how well I felt like they did with the the movie and just that you know there's it's I guess it's kind of astonishing to me that we're you know this many movies into the MCU and you know, I, I guess I wasn't I wasn't super jazzed from Black Widow personally. Right. And so that's probably one of the my bigger letdowns of the franchise, but it's it's just like kind of such a accomplishment to me that they've had such a um high quality level on the the movies throughout this run of like 20 plus movies well and i will say we mentioned it on the black widow episode but i'll i'll re-mention it here um it feels like part of the problem with black widow was was timing yes absolutely yeah like i i think i would have enjoyed the movie much more if it had been released you know eight years ago or whatever yeah um the other and the other thing that i was just really happy with is the i i do like seeing you know, I know that there were a lot of people for whom Black Panther was a, a really important movie for them as far as representation. Like in terms of inclusion and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 And so, well, and Shang-Chi, you, know, you do feel like it continues that, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I was I was really happy that, you know, there's, you know, there, there's just a lot of, especially like during the pandemic, and I don't think that this is necessarily over, but there's been a lot of, you know, racism or, you know, hatred or whatever mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. Asian Americans. And, you know, it's, I, I, I just like the fact that there can be, you know, uh, a kid who's, you know, eight years old or I mean, I guess whatever age, cause I don't know parroting ages and watching movies like this or whatever, but, uh, there's that he can, he can watch this and see people who look like him that are, you know, being awesome on screen so yeah right 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 um what were what were any other thoughts in general that that you guys had with it uh i mean i have questions (laughs) i don't know if they're kind of spoilery questions though they probably are (laughs) let me let me ask a question in a way that will not be spoilery but does wong at any point get his own movie or is all of Phase Two just likely, the Wong movie? I think it's more likely that Wong gets a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Oh, okay, that would be cool too. Okay, okay. I I don't see any situation where where Wong gets his own movie. I mean, in some ways, I'm trying to think, he's almost like the Nick Fury of Phase Two right now. <laughs> so far, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like to me, but. Uh, all right. Well, my spoiler question was related to the first time he appears on screen in that movie. Like, I just want to know what is up with that. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not okay. sure. <laughs> Do you think that I will get answers to that someday? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think probably. you will. I, I think there's going to be, be for... that's going to be a tie-in to something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Marvel's also pretty good at like 
having some weird thing in a movie and then like five years later it's like oh by the way this is paying it off right which i'm okay with if i'm being honest with you right yeah yeah Yeah, it's be cool the Sign truth is, is that that little scene could never have a payoff and I'd be okay with it, but I right. do expect yeah. it to come up at some point. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess overall, what's, what's your tweet length review of, of the movie? <laughs> Mine is probably the, um, I didn't know I needed to, I didn't, whatever, what you said, I didn't know I needed a martial arts superhero movie. <laughs> until i saw it because i mean to me that the, the fights were just awesome yeah 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 it also it made me it made me want to rewatch crazy rich asians it also made me want to rewatch um crouching tiger hidden dragon mm. which yeah is the movie like there was a I, i've mentioned before that there was like a period in my life where I was like playing EverQuest and watching movies in the background and I watched a bunch of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in that phase, but it's been, you know, probably 18, 20 years since I've watched it. And so I should fix that. It um, probably the, holds up pretty good. Yeah, it probably does. I actually haven't seen it in a long time either, but I will say that the choreography in Shang-Chi is, is, um, top notch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so I, I just before we pass on it, I want to I want to bring up the 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 uh, Wong versus Abomination fight. Okay. Okay. Um, because just looking at this, um, he's not he's not credited, but Eli Roth, who played Abomination in the original Hulk, long back, whatever it was, two thousand eight, uh-huh. um, he voiced the Abomination in Shang Chi. Okay. And. He is set to return in the Disney Plus animated series Captain or uh, uh, What She-Hulk. If? No, oh, She-Hulk. oh, wait, She Hulk's animated? No, no, no. I did I say animated? If I said yeah. animated, I did not mean. Okay, to say you animated. just mean Disney Plus series. I, the Disney Plus series She Hulk is going to have Abomination in it. So cool. that scene that you just asked about with Wong, uh, potentially he could be. It could return that quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the tie-in. Yes. Yeah, because what was interesting to me is just that it seemed like there was a camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, which, I also have... Yeah, which ah, seems dang. a little out of place for Abomination, but I won't get into that. I have another spoiler question, too. Okay. But uh, I mean, let me just let me see if I can ask it without it being a spoiler. But the scene at the end, is, is that a new villain for Shang-Chi? Scene at the end. I mean... Oh, you, ult- mean you mean... Uh, so we're super spoiler at this time, right? You're talking I about guess. his sister. I am talking about his sister, yeah. I believe so, yes. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. That feels like... <laughs> that was a really uh, not very long spoiler alert, so sorry for anyone who... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Send your hate mail to <laughs> Josh and Trevor. That's fine, yeah. I'm you sorry. can send it. I just am dying to know. Like, I... Because if that's yes, the case, it, really, it just doesn't feel earned to me. Well, I mean, and do you feel that way about what happened in uh, Winter Soldier with the character who was a villain in that one? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I did sleep through a scene that sort of made that. A little more earned so maybe okay fine maybe on second view and i can see it a little bit <laughs> okay, okay it just makes me a teeny bit sad that's all okay all uh, right i saw her from from the moment her adult character is introduced to the very end of the movie as i'm doing this because it furthers my goals okay yeah i never saw anything different i don't i feel like if anything, she still has a substantial amount of dislike or hatred for what her brother did to her. Okay. Okay. And so he's just the next obstacle is what you're telling me. Mm, I think he's only an obstacle if he gets in her way. I think that to her, it's all about the next step in the master plan. Yeah. But you don't think that the next step will involve the 10 rings at some point for her? It is. Yes. Well, then he's clearly an obstacle to that, right? Uh, Sure. 
<laughs> is he? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I that's guess I'll a, just that's a character his, question for him. All she has to do is come to a karaoke bar with and find him and Katie and Wong, and she'll get up <laughs> with no problem, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the way life is, I guess. <laughs> all right, so for the next part of the episode, we were going to rank our uh, top five origin stories in the MCU. And I am super, super excited to let my recency bias run rampant. <laughs> <laughs> I will not have recency bias. I'm excited for my top choice to be completely um, disqualified. Okay. Well, as in it's not actually an origin story. No, your your guys are gonna qualify for different reasons, but I'm still right, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> I, I I have I have two runner ups that didn't make my top five. Okay. Did did either of you? I mean, I kind five? of have I have a I have six listed here because I know you're gonna reject my top choice. I have so. six as well, but it's because I have a tie for number five. So I guess that's they're both runner ups. How's that? Okay. Well you have no, you have to pick a number six. Yeah, no, you have I'm to not, you have to, to your children that. have to fight for your love. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going Okay, to. well my my number seven is Black Panther and my number six is Captain America. Oh, number you are you Captain are America? destroying me here with this <laughs> ridiculous Honorable mention to Captain America, colon, the first Avenger. Yes, yes. That, I... I mean... You're, you're wrong. I'm ready to tell yeah. Josh to defend that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Trevor. <laughs> okay, Trevor, what are your two... I mean, part five? of my problem is I have... We need to name the bias that I always carry with me into movie conversations, which is the effect that Captain America, colon, the first Avenger had on my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're MCU fans because of that movie. So, okay, really? Oh yeah, because that's like one of the first ones that they ever watched. You know? Did they have a, a familiarity with who Captain America was prior to that moment? No, no, I don't think they really knew. Actually, the only comics they really knew at that time, and and I can't say comics. My children watched a ton of the animated Batman the animated series and Spider Man uh, or Spectacular Spider Man the the animated series. Okay. And they also watched Iron Man Animated Adventure. So that's that's the comic book characters that they knew and already kind of loved, right? But Captain America just sucked them in, man. Interesting. Okay, so um, my my two that I feel are tied for fifth, um, and I I like them both, and I don't want this to be a combination condemnation for them, but I feel like while well done, I don't think they stand up to the other four that I'm going to put ahead of them. And those two are Black Panther and Shang-Chi. Wow. And I, I think that um, both of them, um, I, I do think the representation matters. I do think those movies are important, and I think they're well done. I just don't think they're better than the other movies I'm going to mention. So I, I, I like both of them. I think they're good. Um, I didn't think Black Panther was as good as the praise it was getting when it first came out, and upon repeated viewings, still feel that way. Um, but I understand its cultural impact, and I think that it's important. So um, anyway, the, and I kind of think that I'm going to have the same feeling about Shang-Chi as it goes on. You know, I'll go back and watch it. I think it's a great film, um, but I think the others are just, they're higher on my scale for me. Yeah, I, that feels like recency bias. Really? You think so? A little so? bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you to hear my list, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think so. Uh, I don't think it's recency bias. I do, I do have issues with both films, um, and I've already mentioned, because we just talked about Shang-Chi, my issues with it. And I think that it probably would have um, been higher than Black Panther, not tied with, if they had not. If they hadn't had Morris in it. Yeah. Down with Morris. I think Morris is a fine character, but I think that make him a a one-shot thing on disney plus or something you could throw it in somewhere else i I don't know i just it felt it really messed with my continuity button yeah that's fair uh all right well then my honorable mention uh will be dr strange because i thought it was an incredible introduction of magic into the mcu 
Um, Dormammu, I've come to bargain, is literally one of the greatest phrases that's ever been uttered <laughs> in the MCU. And it also brought us Wong. And really, this is Wong's world. We just live in it. I think that the reason I don't have it as even as an honorable mention, and it's not in my top five, is because I really don't like the character of Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, that's the century you say that, like, I don't think I had very much interest or affection for the character, which is why I put the movie there. Cause the movie did such a good idea of like, you know, raising my interest in the character. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I'll, I'll go and say my, my number five is Dr. Strange. Um, because I, I'm kind of with Josh. I, I like what it added them to you. I like the character. I like magic, et cetera. And so it was, you know, kind of right in my wheelhouse. Well, and the thing is, I feel like the magic could go so wrong in in superhero stories, right? Like, and I don't yeah. know. I, I just like the way it was done, so that's why I'm keeping it. The movie is highly entertaining. I just I have a hard time getting past the character that I just don't care about. Right, because he's it, a it would dick, be like, right? Yeah, and I feel like his, his <laughs> is dickiness, the disqualifying his dickiness does not seem to go away. <laughs> like he does not appear to have character growth you're suggesting i mean he does but it's it feels very forced mm. yeah i still well, see him being um the arrogant ass all the way through it so right it just i don't like it i don't care for it so what is your number five josh oh my actual number five uh guardians of the galaxy the original what Okay. This conversation is over. We're out of. You said it's not high over. enough. Hell no. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> You'll understand when you get to my to the rest of my list. Okay. Also, I just the truth I'm is I've, sure. I I admit sure that I should have Iron Man somewhere on this list, but I just didn't want to give Jay the satisfaction of saying <laughs> ever. <laughs> because it really was a well done origin movie. I, I, it's the foundation that the entire MCU is built upon, but whatever, Josh. Maybe, maybe. I can't believe you. <laughs> okay. All let's, right, let's let's just hear everybody else's. Are we? Did everybody else's number, number five? Trevor. Oh, We've number four. Okay. What's your number four, Trevor? Uh, my number four is Captain America. Um, Strong. I, I do think that um, while a lot of um, credit is given to Iron Man as the origin of the MCU. I really feel like this is the sort of this was the movie that said, "Hey, there's going to be an MCU." Yes, Iron Man made this possible, but let's get going. And boom, first Avenger. I love the movie. Um, it still holds up really well. I I think that it's um a it's fantastic... the freaking soul of the MCU. Yeah, it is of Phase One. Two, yes, three. of the first phase, 100. percent First three phases. Yeah, we're oh, like are we in phase four? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I forget but, the phase. You're correct. It is the soul of, of the Avengers. And um, even though they attempted to make it, you know, Iron Man everywhere, they throw him in all these other movies. The truth is the soul is Captain America. I, I totally agree with you, Josh. So anyway, that's why I have it at number four. Okay, Josh, you're number four. Uh, my number four is Ant-Man. Okay. <laughs> I just love him so much. And also... Uh, that movie brought us Louise, so like... Yes, I agree. When, when does he get his Disney Plus series is what I want to know. I will watch that multiple times. Yes, because <laughs> really what they should do is it should just be Louise recapping the MCU. <laughs> I mean, that's I, like... I just gave you like three seasons right there, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually have Ant-Man as my number four as well. Oh, look at me. I... I think that it is um, it's probably the movie in the MCU that surprised me the most. It's I think movie. that's a fair statement, yeah. It's not the movie that surprised me the most. We'll get to that one later, but the one but it is definitely the movie that surprised me the second most. <laughs> like when it, when when I I don't know if you remember, we were in a group chat on Facebook and when it when it was announced, I'm like, who cares? You know, I don't care right, about it. Yeah. And and I literally thought that it was going to be horrible. Right. I'm like, I I knew the character from the comics and just thought he was kind of whatever. I'm like, why would I'm like, I was trying to figure out why you would even do a movie about Ant Man. It just felt so irrelevant. 
and I was wrong. They did a great job. Um, I'll just go ahead because we're we're doing it in order. Ant-Man is my number three. Okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. So um, I have it a little higher than you two do. Yeah. Um, but I think that it is a great origin story. And clearly there's lots of characters that really stand out that you just, you, after watching that movie, walking out of the thing, you're just, you were just excited, pumped. It was a great movie. And that is not at all what I expected when I went in. I thought it was going to be a flop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're number three, Josh. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. <clears throat> Okay, I was I was expecting you expected it to be, it to be higher, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, I expected yes. it to be higher. Just remember that when you disqualify my number one, then okay, all okay. these are going to slide <laughs> up, right? <So. laughs> um, my number three is Iron Man. Yeah, not not. I'm like so unsurprised by that. I don't even sure. know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're contractually obligated to like it in that order. I'm actually a little surprised that it's that low. Um, I mean. It is like I, I've I've rewatched it fairly recently. It's still really good, but it is starting to show us age a little bit. Really, it does. It does get its you know it gets all the uh, laurels that it should for its historical significance, but um, but the yeah. concrete starting to chip on that foundation. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> sure, I agree with that. But okay, uh, number two, Trevor. My number two is Iron Man. Uh, okay. I, I, it's the movie that my kids have seen the most of all of the MCU. Wow. Um, I actually don't know if my kids have seen Iron Man now that I think about oh it. Oh, my heavens. Josh. Really? Yeah, because he's a freaking alcoholic, womanizing dick. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I think at the age, I think the age they were when it came out, I was like, uh, this isn't real great for you gr- girls, so. You know, we kind of skipped it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and the problem is, I'm... like, when I skip stuff with my kids, they don't go back to it. And I don't go back. I'm not good at going back to movies. You know? <laughs> no tape uh, axes. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently I'm a bad parent because uh, all of my kids saw it at a very young age. I mean, I probably overreacted. I'm not I'm not really holding that up as the standard by which parenting <laughs> should be judged, just so and, we know. In fact, the way they saw them saw most of it was um, in our old van. We had a DVD player, and we entertained uh, the kids by playing as you're driving DVDs. around. <laughs> yeah, and and nice. the DVD that they saw of the MCU the most was Iron Man, and they watched it a ton. Um, so that's their kind of frame of reference. Anyway, I it launched the MCU. I don't particularly care for the character, but my my dislike for him does not have the same level of dislike as Doctor Strange, not mm. even close. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So, um, I, I also feel it is sort of a, um, a. I think that the the character of Iron Man has made, and maybe, kept, or maybe uh, Doctor Strange will redeem himself for me later on. But 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 Iron Man has a very defined and clear character progression that's just really well done. And right. It's all, it all starts here, and. I don't know. I just, I guess maybe I feel it more in my soul and my bones than I do with Dr. Strange. Have you watched the Dr. Strange? What if yet Trevor? Um, yes. Okay. I haven't yet, but I get, (laughs) I'm, I'm getting the impression that one didn't help your feelings for the character either. In my opinion, it's a different character. You meet a very different, you meet a very different Dr. Strange at the beginning of that. What if. Of that what if? Okay, interesting. Compared to the Doctor Strange you meet in the movie. That's why I was the telling tr- the Discord chat, like, I think I have to go off on my own because school has started and now my family does, is not routinely watching a what if every what if every Wednesday and I'm losing my mind. Uh, we're, we're we're still watching it on Fridays. The darkest yeah. timeline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mandalorian comes out came out. You know, we just watched everything on Fridays, so. Yeah, so you just didn't break yeah. that habit. That was smart. Yeah, we didn't break that habit, and so. Um, I, I should be contractually obligated to, to enjoy that story. Um, the, what if with Dr. Strange Mm -hmm. and it was okay, but it didn't really, I think that the Dr. Strange part of it still made it not as exciting for me. So, okay. Interesting. But I do like, I do like that version of Dr. Strange far more than the version that we get in the MCU. Interesting. Okay. He's a much more lovable character. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. I, I did like that one quite a lot. Yeah. Um, your number two, Joshua Wheeler. Uh, 
It is Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, and really, it's the greatest origin story for a villain that I never thought I would love, the Vulture. And the whole movie is just awesome. But, like, the Vulture in that movie is so good. Like, I can't think of a villain that I've ever empathized with more. <laughs> Nor a scene where I've puckered up more than when he goes to pick up his date. <laughs> So I'm going to put the kibosh here because this does does not feel like an origin to me movie. Really? Unless you're going to call it an origin for the vulture. Oh, sure. That'll be how I defend it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how is it not a Spider-Man origin? I mean, just because he doesn't hours, because he doesn't get bit by the spider in that one. He'd already been in a movie prior to that one. Uh, uh, all right, I'm defending it with the vulture then. <laughs> Okay, well, it's not anywhere on my radar because I consider it. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. I I would have rated it fairly high if I had, I guess. If you were considering it an origin story, well, to yeah. Be, to be fair, listeners to in the Discord chat, you can tell my co-hosts how I'm right. It'll be fun. <laughs> Listen, Josh. To be fair, the movie's fantastic, and the last thing we needed at the time that it came out was another spider-man origin story right which is that's true which is part of why the movie was fantastic because it actually didn't really right. spend yeah. time on this on spider-man's origin but right. vulture's origin am i right huh? Huh? i agree <laughs> with you i i never i vulture in the comics stupidest villain ever yeah don't care vulture in the movie wow that was really well done i i agree with you i sort of felt his pain and his anger at the bureaucracy yep yep and how he attacked it i just like I'm not that type of person. I wouldn't take it to that level, but I can certainly see how someone would be driven to that sort of thing. Right. I, it was fantastic, but it's just not an origin movie. Uh, my number two is Shang-Chi. Wow. The recency <laughs> bias is strong. <laughs> yes. with this one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we should take it down a couple just because of recency bias. Am I right? Whatever. <laughs> I can't believe you rated higher than Iron Man. <laughs> oh, I even know who amazing. you are. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so Trevor and I are going to have the same number one. Yes. Go Josh, ahead. you will not because you're a fool or something. I don't know. Yes, I've gone completely rogue. So okay. are we going to hear mine first before you guys completely say rogue. the right answer? What's that? <laughs> I said, are you, have you gone completely roguelike? No. Well, if we, yes. If we, if we re-roll you and start this episode over, will we get different? You'll get a different list. Yeah, 100%. Okay. <laughs> I, I approve. <laughs> uh, my number one origin, uh, MCU origin movie is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> what? It's not an MCU movie. You were wrong. <laughs> and no, you will be not. wrong forever. No. Yes. Stop. <laughs> it's the only Spider-Man that matters, so it's going to go on all of my lists from now on. <sighs> I, I will admit... Okay, you're right. You this, can. <laughs> yeah. I will so, admit, if it were an MCU film, and it was introducing Miles Morales, that yes, it probably is uh, better than everything we've discussed thus far. How's that? It also is introducing Gwen Stacy and Peter Porker and... <laughs> Stop, Josh. You were ahead. You're now going back. <laughs> okay. okay, Trevor. Uh, go ahead and announce our number one. Uh, the number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. It is um, still fantastic. The humor is spot on. The the greatest the fusion of music and cinema ever. Yes, the soundtrack <laughs> is fantastic. Um, it has introduced my children to the 70s. Um, in the early 80s. I mean, literally, my my daughter listens to tons of these songs and would have never gotten introduced to them from me. Um, I It does such a great job of taking um, the traditional group that you think of when you play D&D and being like, here it is on cinema. It's just it's and in amazing. Space. Yeah, it works so well. And the truth is, is I had even lower expectations for this film than I had for Ant-Man. I thought there was no way this was going to work. I The only character I cared about in the entire thing was Rocket. I thought there was no way that they're going to make this work on the big screen, and I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah, it was definitely came out of nowhere, and 
for me and was a fantastic surprise. I, yeah, I am a little bit sad. Exceeded that, expectations. I'm I'm a little bit sad that uh, Drax is almost done with the MCU, but um, I guess everyone has to move on. Do you mean that? Do we know that from like a contract uh, point of no, view? No, it's more of a conjecture from things he said. Yeah, he's um, basically said like he's basically done to Chris Evans of like. Uh, I'm out of here, <laughs> all y'all, so bye. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure that he's just like anyone else. If he were offered the right amount of money, et cetera, that he would still be on board. But um, I think Disney saw the writing on the wall, and they probably – I don't think he will be part of the MCU post-Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. I think that is true. All right. Well, let us know – uh, all the ways that Josh got his, his list wrong. And, uh, <laughs> feel free to comment in the Discord or on the social media. 